From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry, and today we've got the Truman Brothers of Nashville, Tennessee in studio. Chad and Ben Truman started their band while they were students at BYU, and after they won the campus-wide Battle of the Bands competition two, not one, two years in a row, they took to the road, and they've been touring ever since, playing concerts in over 100 cities in 30 states, entertaining audiences overseas as well in London, Hong Kong, and the Philippines. They recently opened for Diamond Rio's fall tour, and Marie Osmond has recorded one of their songs. More about that in a little bit. In this hour, they'll play music from their albums Hold On to Love and Somewhere Between This Hour with Ben Truman, acoustic guitar and vocals, Chad Truman, keyboard and vocals. And let's start with one of their very first songs. This is I Want You There. Can you show me a time When the days aren't so slow My love isn't blind When tomorrow is the day Come on, show me the way To another time and place To the day you open up that door And I look into your face You know I'll wait You know I'll wait You know You know I'll wait Before I open up my eyes to see another day Before I go to see the world and take that plane Before I get up on my feet to chase that dream I want you there with me I want you there with me Girl, everywhere I'm gonna go Oh, oh, oh I want you can you sing me that song? The one to finally write when you come along. Without an open end, tell me how does it begin? Is it fast or slow? A girl, until I see you there, I guess we'll never know. But you know, I'll wait. chase that dream I want you there with me I want you there with me cause dreaming is a thing that only lovers do so babe I'll sit here with my dreams and wait for you and I'm prepared for however long it may be I want you there with me I want you there with me girl everywhere I'm gonna go you there oh I want you there 
see another day Before I go to see the world and take that plane Before I get up on my feet to chase that dream I want you there with me I want you there with me Cause dreaming is a thing that only lovers do So babe, I'll sit here with my dreams and wait for you to waste one more memory I want you there with me I want you there with me yeah. Whoa, oh, oh, Want You There, performed in studio by the Truman Brothers, live on Highway 89. Ben and Chad Truman together, the Truman Brothers. Chad, thank you so much for, we, we kind of stole you guys off another tour you're doing, but thank you very much for coming in and talking with us. Of course, it's a pleasure. Ma making time for a little extra. Now, we saw this great video online on YouTube, and people can find lots of well-produced, well-recorded videos of you guys, but there was this one. Shot at Thanksgiving, and I guess you just shot it during your actual Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> we did, yes. I think it's called Hot Yams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, so two days before Thanksgiving, um, I we saw the uh, um, Uptown Funk video for the first time. Yeah, Bruno Mars. It was immediately funny, but you know, in the in the chorus, it kind of you know curse you know curses. So you know, I wanted to make it family friendly as because I wanted immediately wanted to sing it around the house and everything. And for some reason, because maybe Thanksgiving was around the corner, hot yams popped in my head and compared to the other word. And so um, I immediately said, I want to record a version of this. And then so on Thanksgiving Day, yeah, I had a camera everywhere just trying to get the video done. So it turned out pretty fun. Yeah, my, one of my favorite moments is you see all the ladies there, you know, slicing and dicing. <laughs> and then and then right on the queue, they all turn over their shoulder, hot yams. Yes. Anyway. Yes. But, but, you know, the most impressive thing about it was nobody in the family seemed to think this was anything unusual. <laughs> and admittingly, we don't do tons of videos like that, YouTube. Like that was kind of the first of that, you know, uh, nature, I guess. Um, but uh, the family was definitely down with it, and they were all great sports about it. And they, you know, they all got talent too, so it was fun to choke it. You, you remember seeing my grandpa doing the stop as well? Oh, he did. Yeah. So yeah, I and I was scratching my head. Really, Brussels sprouts at Thanksgiving? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we could talk about that later. Now, to start at the beginning with you guys, it, it, some people would say it's almost inevitable that you would do some kind of music growing up. You, your dad, Dan Truman. A keyboard player for Diamond Rio, mm -hmm. toured all over for years and years. Did you get to go to a lot of concerts there in Nashville, uh, different venues or backstage or those kind of things? For sure, yeah. It was just constantly um, weaved into our regular life. It was it was nice. We being our dad having you know he was one of six guys and he wasn't the lead singer. So in a way, we we always feel really lucky that we had a relatively normal life. No one was stopping him. There wasn't much paparazzi ever. Uh. You know when we were out and about going to eat or whatever. But then we also got the benefit also of being able to go backstage at, you know, uh, the Grand Ole Opry and other really cool yeah, venues. How many kids get to do that? Not, you know, that's a huge blessing to be able to kind of see the behind the scenes kind of thing. So, and but I understand your mom was the one who sort of had to to crack the whip for the piano lessons. And yes, for sure. My mom, she was, she is, and you know, she she's great at piano. She's classically trained. I remember listening to her senior high school. 
um, concert thing where she had, she had the whole orchestra for her, like backing her up kind of thing. And that was really cool. And and she was just 18 at the time. And I remember listening. I was about 18. I was like, Mom, good. You know, <laughs> you had skills. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and she's still super great. But it was fun to kind of see her having her moment with the orchestra behind her and stuff. So but yeah, she helped us uh, keep going through piano lessons. And I always tell kids when they ask me about piano lessons is that for me, there was like two really hard years. The first couple of years I was kind of interested and then you kind of get, you want to play baseball, you want to play sports, whatever. But those two hard years, if you kind of fight through them, then I got on the other side where I was like, actually, this is, I can do something with this. So then it became more fun. Nice. Well, we're going to hear another song. Let's have you take your place at the keyboard talking to Chad Truman from the Truman Brothers. The next song that we're going to hear from them is called Wasn't That Your Plan? We were always together, no matter the weather Each of my thoughts carried your name But you got what you wanted and didn't you flaunt it Walking out the door as fast you came And I should have known in love anything goes I guess I know for next time I've learned my lesson from one of the best And now you played your hand, I'll play mine You can't try and bubble back those brown eyes That you apology would ever leave your eyes dry And baby, I'm telling you, screaming and yelling's the only thing that you can try That would ever have chance of helping me forget On second thought, never mind I've had my days with you, little big ways And I'm leaving your games far behind You can't try and we're bad those brown eyes You think your face will take your places where you wanna go But you got something coming, babe You thought that you could come into my life and steal the show But I still got it all And you're what I call Just another girl from my past You can't try
That's the Truman Brothers with their original song, Wasn't That Your Plan, here on BYU Radio's Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry, talking now with Ben Truman. And a quick question for you, Ben. Uh, your album, Hold On to Love, has been labeled wholly relationship-based. And, and the songs we've heard so far, absolutely. <laughs> Is that just what you naturally write? You know what? Um, at that time, that was definitely what I was naturally writing. <laughs> and I happened to be right here on BYU's campus uh, in Provo, Utah at that time. And uh, was dating in the midst of all that fun stuff. And there was more than enough inspiration for those songs. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're both married. Will there ever be another song? You know what? Um, it definitely, it definitely took a turn. I almost, I almost thought for a while that songwriting was going to take a hit, but then I kind of refocused my energies and realized it just took a turn. There's definitely none of that raw emotional stuff that kind of like that last tune where you're kind of bummed out that some girl wasn't interested. Um, but you know, it takes a little bit more, you know, caution and skill, I would say, to write a song that is very positive about love, but doesn't come off cheesy. You know, it doesn't, doesn't go to that place where it's easy for a song to go to sometimes when you're feeling such beautiful things. And so we kind of doubled down and said, how can we write something that um, is on the flip side of the equation of love uh, and still have it be something that resonates with people in a cool way? So, Well, we saw an interview you gave several years back where you said it really is all about the songs. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys, uh, Elton John had his glasses and songs. Kiss had, <laughs> That's right. well, Kiss had what they had. Yeah. But you, <laughs> you guys said you show up, no gimmicks, just songs. You know what? Absolutely. Because, and back to the question about would there be more songs when we got married and stuff. Um, had there not been more songs, we would have been out of the game because that's kind of why we do this. Um, we just love, love, love. Uh, digging deep and finding something that um, is a creation of ours and that we hope will resonate with people. And truly, I mean, the singing is fun, the playing, the piano, and the guitar is fun, but you take out that element of sharing songs with people and it kind of goes away for us, you know. So, you know, we, when, we, when we did get married and we noticed there was a lot more diapers coming than songs, <laughs> we said, all right, do we still love this? And we sure do, so let's find a way to, to get in there and pull out the guitar. Well, good, the songs smell better. <laughs> yeah. So you also said once, if I couldn't write the words to the songs, I, I don't think I'd really want to be doing this. Tell me about that. Yeah, you know, I just, uh, we have no problem doing a cover and, you know, and, and definitely enjoy other music by far, but... Uh, it's just, there's, I don't know, from a little kid growing up with around my dad who um, was in the music business, he wasn't necessarily saying, you know, learn how to write lyrics or write songs or anything like that. He just played great, great music for us from the likes of, you know, the greatest from the 70s. And, and, you know, and I think when I heard them doing that mm -hmm. for themselves, they were writing songs that they felt from their hearts. I'm like, that's what I want. I, I don't want to sing their songs. I want to sing songs by, that are written by us that are hopefully that good. And that's always been our goal. Well, I did hear that you recently placed a song with Marie Osma, that she's recorded it. Yes, yes. We're really excited about that. We wrote a song uh, kind of last year, and she was able to pick it up, and it looks like she's going to have it on her next album. That would be very yeah. cool. Nice. Well, set up this next song for us. It's called Making History. Yes. You know, this is definitely one of those songs that uh, came with the changing of the times, and um as I kind of, you know, as I got married about four years ago now, um, you start thinking about what, what is love and what that really means. And you start realizing that you're surrounded by people who've either given you great examples of what love is or really bad examples. 
And we had to look no further than our family to really know the beautiful legacy of love that we've been handed down and how important that is to us that we now carry that and pass it forward. And that's kind of what this song's about. Good. Well, let's hear this. Right. It's uh, Making History. We're going to hear the Truman Brothers. And by the way, I should mention that you can hear their music on iTunes. Uh, Truman, spelled just like Truman is spelled. <laughs> so check it out on iTunes, their albums. Here is Making History.
Making History, performed by the same guys who wrote it. That's the Truman Brothers. They're here today live from our performance studio at BYU Broadcasting on Highway 89. Chad, I, I, I want to show you this picture that we found online. Mm -hmm. And see, does this bring back any memories? It's, uh, it's your keyboard that you play, mm -hmm. and there's the mic you sing into, but what is holding that up? <laughs> So we used to do a lot of college shows around the country, and sometimes, depending on the college, they have different setups. And this one just had one mic stand, and mm -hmm. so we needed a second mic stand. And uh, so we went into this random closet and found an old, old vacuum, and that became our <laughs> mic stand. So that was, uh, yeah, that, that picture kind of uh, represents about three years and 100 performances at colleges right there. Just fun times, kind of uh, acoustic with, with students, you know. It, it actually gives me faith in the future of humanity that we can make do and discuss, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you mentioned in that that whether you're singing for 13 people or in a huge venue with 13,000, that it, it's a different thing. But does it call out the same energy to you if you're performing? Yeah, I mean, even in here, you know, it's, it's uh, even with... A small audience, you know, mm -hmm. it's still nice to just give it your all. Um, and even so, yeah, we did recently play a concert with uh, the National Tribute Band, and it was about 13,000 people in that audience, and you got to give it your all. Or other, why are we on the stage if you're not giving it your mm -hmm. all, you know? So. Well, that's nice, especially uh, if you're one of those 13 people <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. you get the whole show. So I wanted to ask about being brothers. I mean, uh, if you guys ever break up, you'll be the Truman brother. It just it won't well, work. We actually do have another brother, so we have a we have <laughs> okay. a backup. We have a backup. There's a spare. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what is band practice like when you know each other mm. that well your whole mm. lives? I mean, is it? Do you have to say, "Come on, we got to get this done"? Ben's laughing. Let's over there. focus. Um, yeah, we've we've definitely had different. Uh, uh, segments, you know, of our lives, because we've been doing this now 10 years, uh, ever since I got to BYU in 05. And um, so band practice is often uh, very stripped down, you know, and uh, it's, uh, you know, Ben being the older brother, he's usually the uh, the band leader, I guess we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's fun, because we all have our roles. Ben, ben is definitely a great songwriter, and I like to lead out with music and chords and stuff, and mm -hmm. so I'll speak up when, when, it, when it's needed, and it's fun. There's, you know, it's, we're still brothers at the end of the day. So sometimes Ben, Ben practices uh, two hours, and sometimes it's two minutes, depending on how long we can <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> so, I, so I have to ask: At what point did you say, "Okay, we are hereby committed to trying to do this"? Because you really do have to give a lot if you're going to to do this. Yeah, um, you know, before my uh, uh, LDS mission. We just did it, you know, just because we're both at college and it's just fun, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of times, you know, at that age, you're worried about hanging out with girls, so you bring them, bring them in. Play the, the guitar, <laughs> the piano. Uh, I'm telling you. Yeah, and then after my mission, Ben had already written a lot of uh, great tunes. So when I came back, he was kind of in go mode, and uh, I had to quickly kind of catch up. So I think it was it was just natural that the songs kind of called for somebody pushing them because that's, that's what we always wanted to focus on. And like Ben mentioned earlier. The songs, if they're good, they, they deserve, you know, some light, I guess. Hmm. Well, tell us about this next one, uh, Places in uh, Boston and New Orleans. Yeah, we, um, we had the privilege to go out and write with some killer people out in London um, a number of years ago. And um, we started this tune just in, uh, um, just, I guess, having a different feel of being in a different country, different, you know, you know, uh, hemisphere, I guess. And... Uh, we started this tune, but the, the lyrics hadn't been written, and then we were able to um, 
right with uh, Dylan Altman, who's a great writer. He wrote many, he's a, a few number ones uh, for Jake Owen and different people. Um, and he was able to help us kind of put a kind of almost a country-esque bow on it because the tune is definitely a little more on the the real, maybe sad side. Um, we speak specifically about, you know, musicians, but it can be applied to many different people who are off the road or they're just traveling away from family and how it can easily, things can just kind of um, split at the seams if you're not careful. That's a lot of people. Yeah. It is. Let's hear this one. This is the Truman Brothers, Chad and Ben. They're going to perform for us their song, Boston and New Orleans. Places that come and go, come and go, memorize the faces, but don't you know, it's just another stop in another town. I used to see, I used to see almost everything from point A to B, but these days I don't seem to see much of anything, just another stage and another crowd. But I can still see you front row smiling It was all so new With you beside me, baby I just knew nothing could break us We were on our way But the miles became more than the distance All the time away We started Drifting and the plans we made got lost somewhere between Boston and New Orleans. Finally home, finally home. Walk through the door and I'm all alone, all alone. It's been a since you moved on I still can't seem to find my way Late at night Late at night I think of you and I close my eyes Close my eyes and try to sleep and realize You're still gone but the dream remains Remains And I can still all so new with you beside me baby I just knew nothing could break us we were on our way but the miles became more than the distance all the time away we started drifting and the plans we made got lost somewhere between Boston and New Orleans Ooh. 
So I look down now at the front row below me And I don't know how But it seems there's always an empty seat Just to remind me of your memory And now the miles of nothing but distance in another life Things would be different But here I lie in a hotel somewhere between Boston and New Orleans Boston and New Orleans performed live by the Truman Brothers from Nashville, Tennessee. You're listening to Highway 89 from BYU Broadcasting, recorded live in our performance studio. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Ben, that's some great songwriting. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're over here going, okay, okay. So sad. So sad. You know, that was a fun one for us to write because it tapped into a thing that we'd never hit before. So we. Well, very relatable. And I was going to ask you guys I mean, you did grow up in Nashville, and that is a song town. If you're going to be a songwriter, I mean, there are some places that might have, they talk about their New York sound or a West Coast sound, and it's almost more in the instruments when they talk about it. But boy, in Nashville, it's all about the song. It's exactly right. It's actually a Nashville motto. You know, it starts with a song. You know, it all begins mm. with a song. And um, to me, what that means, the song has to have heart. Genre, you know, for a long time, Nashville's been known as a country yeah. music place. And although it still very much is the capital of country music, it's just a music city, you know, and that's why it has that name. Because it starts with songs and it ends with songs. And for that song to work, it has to have heart. It has to come from a real place, whether it's being played with just a guitar or you have the full production of a drummer and bass player and all that added to it, no matter what, the song has to be good. And that's what makes Nashville unique and really a fun place for us to be. Well, we've seen you guys on stage performing with, you know, with a full band, with the percussion and the bass player and, yeah. and, and all that. But there is still plenty of energy here with just the two of you. And I, I think that's what you're talking about. If it's in the song, you can you can bring it out. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, well, and you sort of have to know how to sing and right, play, well, play your instrument. Right. Well, <laughs> glad you think so. I mean... Um, yeah, I mean, like you're saying, there's something that we do uh, in Nashville called the Bluebird Cafe, mm-hmm. and uh, it's world-renowned for being a place where songs go to be heard for what they are, and um, man, there's anyone that's played at the Bluebird has stepped on holy ground because that's where the, the soul of the song exists. And maybe you, know? you should tell listeners about the songwriter circle, what, that, what Absolutely, actually happens. right, at the Bluebird Cafe, and, and in places all, all across the world, when you want to show a song like 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 the way we're talking, people will sit in a kind of a semicircle and just one by one sing these songs that they've written from the heart. And a lot of times they'll tell stories and associated um, you know events with that song, give you a really great perspective. And it's a whole unique uh, part of the music industry that I think we should all pay attention to more. Um, at the end of the day, when I hear a song on the radio, I don't I don't ask who sang that. I ask who wrote that. And uh, it traces back to those events like that. I would love, that's on my bucket list, is to sit there for one of those and hear these songs, some of them for their first time, or, or ones that haven't quite found a home with an artist or an album yet. That just sounds so great to me. Yes, it's a blast. It's a blast. Well, tell me about this project that you have in the works, 
called Our Kind of Cowboy. Because you don't do a lot of country music. No, you know, we're, we, we have influences of like Stevie Wonder and Billy Joel. But of course, our dad was in a country music band. And so that kind of, we had to come to grips with a lot of different things. Like, who are we? What are we? And then realized one day, we need to stop asking ourselves that question. Just play the music we want to play. And if people like it, great. And if they don't, well, at least we've been true to ourselves, you know. So that is what this next album for us is all about. Our kind of cowboy is just basically saying this is how we would interpret what it is to be in Nashville and play Nashville-style songs. And they aren't going to be your uh, what would be called bro country right now, you know, on the radio. It's just uh, the things that we do naturally put through the prism of maybe a little bit of banjo and uh, mandolin, you know, some of, that, some of those elements in there. But the, the truth remains that we're, we're just a band trying to write songs that we think people and hope people will like, independent of what the genre is. So we hope people like it. It's going to be fun. It uh, features some really talented musicians in, in the Nashville area. And, uh, yeah, we're excited to get it out there. So I've got this picture from your website. It shows you guys backstage at Chattanooga. Hey, yeah. And somebody, somebody back there was sharp on the draw with their camera. And they got this great <laughs> shot because you can see off, uh, in the background this huge hall packed full of people. There's an MC out there saying, next yes. we're going to have these guys. <laughs> and then you guys are backstage kind of looking at each other like, you ready to go? That's right. Go? That's, that's one of those magic moments that you hope someone will catch. I mean, we didn't even know they were taking that picture. But, yeah, that was uh, backstage uh, before we were going out to open for Diamond Rio mm. on a fall tour. And, uh, man, that was a blast because speaking of songs – from the heart, Diamond Rio has a lot of those, and they sing them great. And so you have a bunch of people in in the audience that are here to hear songs that are that kind of thing. And so it was perfect for us to open up for them and share our version of those. Do you have a favorite songs. place you've performed, like a favorite venue or situation? Or, I'm putting you on this, you know the what? spot here. I mean, you got to say the BYU Marriott Center, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank that, you. That's, that's definitely up there. Um, let me think about that for a second. It's been funny. One of the coolest places, we always reference this um, because it, I think it entails a lot of the stuff we've been talking about today. We played a show at Dartmouth College one time. And we never know what to expect walking to a college, uh, what kind of attendance we're going to have, what kind of interest we're going to have. And uh, that night, it was a room of about 40, 50 people packed. It was like a little coffee house style. And it ended up being one of the coolest concerts we've ever had because the people there were zeroed in and engaged with what we were singing. And that's all you can ask for as a songwriter and a singer yeah. is for people to be to lend themselves completely to what you're doing that night. And, man, it was an awesome time up there. And we've had experiences like that uh, other places too, but that one sticks out for some reason. Because usually that's the bane of a musician's life. They're eating while I'm singing. You know? <laughs> so, no one's paying Or, or they're playing ping pong in the back. You know, I mean, <laughs> You've seen it all, but... Uh, you know, if if they're attentive, you you, you know that at least they're you're, they're going to give you the best shot that you got. You know, so. Well, this is this our kind of cowboy. I think is a really good segue to this final song we're going to have you do, which is called "Come on Down to Nashville." Set this up for us. You know, um, Nashville right now is a place that people are going to in herds. I mean, it's it's really growing fast, and uh, we have a lot of Westerners coming out to Nashville these days. And as someone that grew up in Nashville, you can see the changes, and you can see the changes in the uh, the culture and even the infrastructure. I mean, it's just it's huge. And so uh, to kind of um, kind of sum up what, what that energy is across the United States about 
what's going on in Nashville? We kind of wrote this song to kind of show people what we're all about. <laughs> okay, let's hear this one. This is from the Truman Brothers. That's Chad Truman on keyboards and vocals and Ben Truman. We just talked to uh, playing the guitar and singing. This is their song called Come On Down to Nashville. One, two, three, ow! you lately are you sick and tired of all the roads that you've been taking if you need a new point of view I know just what you need to do take a drive to 615 you know it's calling you calling you to kick it back from in your rocking chair, Robert's world song band will be rocking there. Everyone can find their kind of cowboy sitting on the river, bait fishing after midnight or in the rain, dancing under the city lights in this town. It's slower and it's faster. Come on, come on, come on down to Nashville. Crossing over sunny deserts in Arizona It's only destination A permanent vacation Baby, you and me in Tennessee That's what I'm saying You'll be staying When you're kicking back from fortune your rocking chair Robert's world some And we'll be rocking there every one can find their kind of cowboy find a cowboy sitting on the river bank fishing after midnight or in the rain dancing under the city lights in this town it's slower and it's faster come on come on come on down to nashville That's Come On Down to Nashville on Highway 89, our final song from the Truman Brothers. And you can find information about the Truman Brothers, their tour dates, upcoming projects, social media. That's available online on their Facebook page. There's Instagram, too, because you want to see their smiling faces. <laughs> ben Truman on acoustic guitar and vocals. Chad Truman, keyboard and vocals. And Ben, uh, I want to ask just real quick, you guys kind of got started by winning the Battle of the Bands back in college twice in a row. Were they covers or originals? They were originals, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so absolutely. from the very beginning. Absolutely. Okay, yes, good. And then I wanted to ask you, Chad, uh, that song that we just heard uh, from, is that on this Our Own Kind of Cowboy? 
Yes. Okay. Our kind of cowboy. Yeah, it's on there. Our kind sure. of cowboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like it would fit. All right. <laughs> Thank you both so much for coming in today, playing and singing for we us. We loved it. Thank you for having us. Great. Yes. Thank gr- you, sir. Thank you. Great job. And for our listeners at home, you never have to miss an installment of the show. Everything is archived online on demand at byuradio.org slash highway89. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYUH89 for live show updates, information about upcoming shows, and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our student assistant is Abby Horlocker. And our producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>